0: Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I I recognize that we all have different uh, definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my missions and these are my passions. And that's what I'm going to do for you. And that's what we do on Money Making Conversations. I really want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guests are Dina Marteau, that's when and O, and Courtney Rhodes. They, they co-founded in 2020, that's this year, the year of the pandemic. C&D, the agency, is an all-women-led management agency that provides marketing, branding, public and media relations services, along with projects talent, and operations management specializing in business and entertainment. Their mission is to empower, which is important, mentor, and lead businesswomen to collaborate together and increase opportunity for minority women. Dina is a seasoned entrepreneur, having shattered gender and ethnic glass ceilings during her nearly 20 years as a music executive and small business owner. Dina is on, Dina's on the management team for a superstar, my man, T.I., and helped launch his popular podcast which became number one on Apple Podcasts. Courtney Rhodes, who I know from Tampa when Steve Harvey and I was down there launching one of our affiliate radio stations, is a branding and marketing expert for 20 plus years. She has worked with multi-million dollar businesses in getting their marketing message seen, heard and experienced across television, radio, magazines, e-commerce, digital and social media platforms. She's placed over 100 million dollars in advertising dollars across television Television, radio, digital, social, and outdoor media. Ladies and gentlemen, with introduction like that, this is a money making conversation. Please welcome the money making conversation, Dina Marteau and Courtney Rose. Ladies. Hey, that was amazing. That was <laughs> great. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. And, thank thank you, for us. Well, you know, because of the fact that uh, I, I, I've, I've been doing this show about going over like three years. And it, it nice. and uh, I, I want to invite you about this. I bought a building in Atlanta here in Peachtree. It's gonna Great. I'm building it out of the broadcast studio. So my next interview, with you guys hopefully will be in studio, studio, it's a COVID friendly studio. And I, I bring that to your attention because you guys are, I like to say the word movers and shakers, and y'all 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 venture and y'all y'all see. Can I say to use the word visionary without being offensive? Oh, absolutely. No. Okay, cool. Let's start let's start with the top visionary in my uh, in my screen here, Miss Courtney. Yes. I met you in Tampa a long time ago. Yes. Doing yeah. sales. So I can verify oh, when yeah. you say that you did yeah. sales, you did sales. I And, certainly did. you know, when you when you go to these affiliate markets, there's always a, a opportunity to be able to sell your brand and people have to understand your brand. And Steve Harvey was we were a growing brand, not the brand that he is today, right. but you were yeah. a recognizable brand. And I was like the guy who was like, you talk to me, you talk to Steve to get the business deals done. How mm-hmm. do you look at a business deal and a business opportunity?
1: Um, so, I kind of just again look at everything as an opportunity and as a person who can bring solutions to whatever marketing or business challenge that whoever I'm sitting in front, you know, whatever they have, you know, someone's going to come to us because there's a challenge, they need help to do something. And so, For me i look at it as what solution can i provide with the expertise that i have the experiences or the connections or network that i have how just to be solutions oriented
0: in my approach you know when i was listening to the when i was reading each one of your bios you and this is this is kind of like you each are kind of like a version of me. Because you, you, know, you know, seriously, you know, because like, I okay. turned to Dina because now she's dealing with she deals with talent a lot. You know, I didn't see that on your bio. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 are a person that like I did a lot of large scale events, concert promotions. I'm always out there. So cars on through media. So hamburger through media. That's kind of like you. And yeah. then on the on the talent management side high profile high energized um know what they want to do sometimes they don't do it right but you got to be there to mediate and also have to be very smart but very quiet sometimes also have to know all the answers even if you once know, once told me he said rishon you think you know everything and i said yes i do so i could not tell him i don't because what does what purpose does that serve and so dina i have to look at you as a person who knows everything because you deal with talent
2: Well, the thing about it—if I don't know it, I will definitely find out. (laughs) I will definitely figure it out. That's the the key to that, because you you have to know what you know, and you have to know what you don't know, and you have to know how to figure it out from there.
0: That's important. And 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 when you when you say that, because we're 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 talking about two successful females, okay, and and let's just put it real. You know, a lot of times women or. Because they are attractive and you are two attractive women. Sometimes people hear you, but they just see you. How do you overcome that? I'm just going to start with Gina. Just wrap. You just responded. How do you overcome that?
2: That's a good point. Um, I would say that you have to really stay consistent and persistent with your work ethic. And I think once somebody realizes that you're an asset to the team, that you bring value and that you're smart and you should be around, they look past the beauty and they they start really wanting to work with you based on your skill set and what you can bring to the table. So I just, the way I've done it in a male dominated industry is just maintain my respect and earn my respect by doing the work and, and doing it well and having to do it a lot of times better than my male counterparts.
0: Uh, you do. And um, that's the, and, But it's like I said, all you know, Courtney can say this, you know, as a minority, sometimes it's often said that we say we have to be two times or three times better than a white person to get the respect and still get a check that's smaller than them. And that's kind of frustrating because it's actually true. And so from a sales standpoint, Courtney, you've had to deal with that. First of all, sales is generally a male-dominated lane. And then you're down in Tampa, which is the tip of Florida. So when I met you, you were successful. You were vibrant. You, you had my attention. And because you knew what you wanted to do, maybe because I grew up with six sisters. So I always had a respect for knowledge that came out of women came that came from women when they spoke to me. So what are some of the the mysteries or the, um, the walls that you have to climb as a female, because we're going to get to the agency, because that's important that I set who you guys up before we start talking about this agency. Courtney.
1: So, so I think for me, it's always been about making sure that I am heard and, and that I can bring value to the table, rather it was with Clear Channel, which is what it was when we met or through the work that I do today. And and to piggyback on what Dina said, you just, you have to always learn, especially in a male dominated industry to listen, 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 because I think just men and women naturally have a different way of communicating. And um, not to be stereotypical, but men are sometimes more aggressive, more comfortable in confrontational roles. And for me, it was just about listening and always coming back to the table with a solution, with the result. Kind of staying, keeping my little balance self, and you know, having <laughs> conversations with the guys and agreeing, and and just positioning. You know, a lot of times I would just listen in the beginning, especially when I was in Tampa. I was the only female on the management team, um, and you know, meetings could get crazy. And and egos would get in the way and you listen you you know agree where you agree but then you circle back around and say hey guys have you thought about it like this i think that's amazing the way you want to do it maybe we can add this we can add that and just kind of you know, be supportive at first and, and that allows you to get your voice heard that allows you to get your you know your perspective out there and then when you consistently do that then the guys again it just you just become a part of the team and they come to you for that expertise because you're you're able to actually bring I think a better balance of energy to the table and kind of pull things down a little bit and still um you can still be heard just my approach has always kind of been a little different in how I'm heard
0: and when I hear both of you talk mean, would you, too. You to say, Dana?
2: I was gonna say being honest with your clients as well is really important because a lot of times when you're dealing with some high profile people people are afraid to be honest with them yes. as as people on their team and I think that my clients would say that I'm always honest, whether you want to do it or not. And whether I agree or not, I'm going to give you my perspective and still support you 100 percent.
0: That is, uh, I think, the key to a lot of high profile people staying out of trouble is by being honest by being the person that says, I don't think that's a good idea. And uh, right. because the, the the not saying it means that you should have said it. And so when I look at when I listen to Courtney and then I'm, uh, Dina, how did you guys get together to form the, the CD? OK, I, I got I, I know about your brand, Dina. Courtney, I, I'm aware of your brand from past history. How did you two ladies because you all coming from different different landscapes, even though, Courtney, you are playing music. From a standpoint at a radio station tied to Clear Channel, which is not iHeartMedia. And Dina, you know, you came from record labels as well and moved into talent management. So I, I feel a sense of the cross. But how did you guys come together?
2: Well, here's the thing. We have been friends for a long time and we've actually worked on projects in the past together here and there. We've always talked about doing something together. And when we had to sit down for a second during this pandemic and and just had a moment to look around and see what was going on we felt like it was the appropriate time because we had a time to focus in and sh- and know what was really needed i think the i think being united is needed more than ever right now especially with women and so we decided to just go for it and the best part about it is that Courtney is an expert in her world with marketing and branding and PR and I'm an expert in my world on the management side with talent and project management and operations. So we're just combining forces and being more powerful together. We could easily be successful, continue to be successful on our own in our individual journeys, but The most important thing here is that we both believe that our greater purpose is to mentor and lead the next generation of women leaders.
0: And uh, that's important. Yeah. You know, um, when you say that, which is very powerful, and you started your business during the pandemic, okay, launched it, and I basically. I bought a building during the pandemic. <laughs> and, and, risk. and, you know, and I, I I say that because in a way, first of all, it's very tragic because it, it overtly affects uh, people over 65 in the minority community. Right. And, and secondly, but it, from a business perspective, it, I felt it allowed me to catch up. You know, because a lot of competition was shut down in the second quarter. Live events were done. Advertisers pull all the media from in the second quarter. Third quarter started trickling back. You started getting virtual events. And then so talent started to creep back out and some productions, especially entertainment, started to go back out. So I commend you because I felt that. What you're doing is very smart because that's what I did. First quarter, I I was getting my uh, brand together, trying to define that. Second quarter, getting all my legal paperwork, making sure I was launching site. I launched a whole new platform in the the third quarter. And fourth quarter, I, I tell my team, it's time to make money. And we will make money because we've established that. Is that, Courtney, a sense of what you guys are doing? The, the plants in place pandemic hit. It didn't throw any fear into you through sadness and through complications of how to do business. But it didn't alter your dreams.
1: No, it didn't. It actually um, sped it up because it gave us time to kind of reassess what we were doing and um, of course, we were kind of all forced to quiet down, kind of reflect on, you know, personally from a career standpoint, what's really important to me, like what's going to drive me, how, when we come on the out on the other side of this thing, what do I want to do? Do what are the causes that I care about? What are the kind of clients that I want want to work with? What are the kind of messages that I want to get out into the culture? And so, like Dana said, we had talked about joining forces before, and and we knew that we could. Um, complement each other's expertise, but also scale the work that we do, because a lot of times, obviously... Dina's working on projects where it involves marketing and branding. I work on projects sometimes where we're hiring out talent. So we knew that just coming together would allow us, again, to grow, but also do work that was more meaningful and to come together to do something really important to make sure that the narrative that the future is female isn't just something that we say, but that we're actively doing our part to make sure that we're supporting that narrative and the work that that we're doing and we're bringing other um, Very talented And the word you use was innovative Women along so that was really Important for us
0: and when I say that word I, I say that word with respect I say That I, word with a yeah. lot of uh, You know and I, and I don't and I like to Believe that I'm one of those guys I would tell the People that are 24 hours in a day learn to use Every hour and And when I say and I say that as a compliment Because I know how passionate I am And I know my resume when I say you two Are, are kind of like a versions of me and, <laughs> and and because it's a testament to your ability to be, to be able to adjust to change and you're not and you're fearless. And you also understand that I know when I walk in a room that I'm a black guy. I know when I got I know I, I know when you walk in a room, you're attractive ladies. You, you, that's something you have to admit. And sometimes you have to admit that people have to be trained on what you bring to the table. And with that being said, you've launched an all female led organization. Agency in Atlanta, Georgia. Dina, why?
2: Well, I'm. It's it's really the topic that we're talking about. Money making conversations. We're trying to level the playing field. We're trying to close that gap for women to make the money that they deserve to make. To for especially for minority women and to have more opportunity and really. And really help women work together and not be competitive against each other. I find that a lot of times, especially in these male-dominated industries, we are pitted against each other and it's a lot of competition, but I think we're stronger if we can actually work together. So we want to be that example. We kind of want to show, sh- shed the light on that journey of getting women who are great at what they do, who are very skillful, having us collaborate together for excellence for our clients and I think that that's really the main reason we are we're doing this agency. Of course we want to make money, but we want to make money like how men are able to make money.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's very true. Um money is really I, I in the beginning of my intro I said, you know, this people have a version of what a sizable paycheck is. Some people is a is a large check. I'm driven by the fact that Opportunity drives me. And I think that's a sense of who I'm talking to here, Dina and Courtney. Opportunity, because if you don't have an opportunity, you can't get in the door to make your play or make your statement. Then the money is going to come because you're skilled at it. Now, two words that we hear popular, popularized all the time. and It annoys me so much. Marketing and branding. Mm-hmm. Especially the word brand. I just I can't stand that word now because people just throw it out nowadays. Like they know, exactly what, oh, they, they know exactly what. Oh, they know exactly. Oh, I'm a uh, branding expert. I've heard that one more time. <laughs> I
1: what? know. So cliche. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I'm a branding expert. So, Courtney.
1: Exactly. Yes. So,
0: yeah. it, it, just show you an example. Okay. In 2000, when I started managing Steve, I used to work for IBM. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, a corp- so from a corporate standpoint, I knew what a brand was was IBM. OK, <laughs> so when I looked at Steve, I, I looked at I said, "Look, I'm going to treat him just like a, a corporation. I'm Mm -hmm. giving the same rules, the same standards, the same beliefs that a corporation sets itself up for to consider their brand. Because I always tell you, I would tell people, you know, corporations, they they, they just shout out. They tell you they got the best hamburger, they got the best car, they've got the best cell phone and all these things. And that's why I'm enjoying this interview because I'm like bouncing back between versions Mm -hmm. of my brain. you left, right, left, right, left, right. but branding expert Courtney what is that what is a branding expert please help me out I'm so cynical.
1: and I love this question because um, <laughs> people use the words branding and market marketing together like it's the same thing and it's not so we all know that a brand is just the way someone when I say Rashawn. What comes to people's mind, the energy, the images, the feeling, it's the story that we share out into the world because of the things we do, right? Mm -hmm. And so we know in a corporate world, it's a nice logo and it's a position, right? Like your hamburgers are going to be, you know, mid-tier, low-tier, high-tier, right? Mm but for people and the kind of work that we do branding is about what's the experience you're creating for people what's the vibe that you get when you interact with us our brand is all about women's empowerment it's all about being inclusive it's all about having fun it's all about doing meaningful work that's going to make a real difference in community the african american community and communities of color it's about showing a different narrative to women doing business together in 2021 it's about positivity, connection, collaboration. And it's about when people interact with me and Dina, specifically with our brand and C and D the agency, we want people to walk away feeling empowered, excited about moving towards again a more powerful, collaborative, inclusive community of whatever you're doing. So for us, it's it's women doing business in male-dominated industries and making them feel a good, you know, good about themselves. So it's just the experience that that we create with the colors we use, the events that we curate, the messages that we send. And it's about being consistent in those things. And those things create the heartbeat of who you are as a company, as a person. And then your marketing shares that message out into the world through different platforms and stories and events and
2: situations.
0: Oh, you're good. Your See how friend. smart she is. You're, she is. I'm gonna tell you something, Dina. That's why I partnered with I'm, her. I'm gonna tell you something. She's good. Um, I'm, she's okay. scary no. good. But I, it's not that, I mean, you know what I mean. No, because no, stop, stop, stop. No, you, 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 you are a blessing. You. you are a blessing. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I remember that was my first take on you many years ago. And to see where you've uh, transformed or evolved to is amazing. Now, when when I heard you talk, Cordy, it, it it felt more like from a business standpoint, from a you know, from a from a uh, like a like you know a product standpoint. <laughs> and then I turned to Dina, and you used the word branding expert when it comes to talent. What does that mean, Dina?
2: When it comes to talent, well talent. <laughs> talent is a brand in itself. So any, any any artist, any any person that like yourself, you are a, you are talent and you are your own brand. So we have to do the same thing. We have to maintain the proper messaging what we want people to know and feel about you how we want it to look overall how we want it to feel so it's pretty much the same way as hamburgers but it's a person which makes it sometimes a little bit more complicated
0: hamburger don't talk hamburger don't talk
2: right (laughs) hamburgers don't mess up some things sometimes when they talk
0: they don't post on social media they don't do that
2: right (laughs) Hamburgers don't change their mind sometimes in the morning when you have a plan and then they decide their mood just shifts and they want to do something else. That's, the you know, it's a little different.
0: And hamburger and hamburgers don't throw you strange looks either. That's right. <laughs> like you're the crazy one in the room. Really?
2: And okay. hamburger will not throw you under the bus. <laughs> when go wrong. You know what I mean? Love it! I love it. I, I'm talking to my
0: two sisters. I'm talking to my two
2: sisters. You know, we're behind the scenes. We 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 are the ladies that are always behind the scenes, the secret weapons that a lot of times people don't even know exist. But we are a an integral part of the the team that we're on.
0: Cool. Let's talk about. Let's brag a little bit, okay? I mentioned a little bit about TI and some of the accomplishments. Talk about some of your products, Dina, and then Courtland will come to you, okay? Okay.
2: Well, my history has been in the music business mainly. I started a PR firm, an entertainment PR firm, when I was 19 in college. And then I met L.A. Reid when I was 21. And he handpicked and hired me to work with him at Island Def Jam. So I was on his A&R team for six years. And I helped with Janet Jackson, LL Cool J, Nas, Young Jeezy, Rick Ross, and and so many others when Jay-Z was president. And then I left to start my own artist development company and I built a recording studio in Midtown Atlanta called 12 Music and Studios. I ran and operated, uh, operated that facility and I nurtured and managed talent for seven years. Then T.I. called me and wanted me back on his team because we worked together previously when I was a lot younger and he was putting out trap music and I got back on his team and I've been on his management team helping out for the last three years. So, I also sold my studio about a year and a half ago just so I could do more focusing on the the new things that I wanted to do and to kind of pivot and and it's the same thing that we're doing now with pivoting with this agency, which is really a blessing I'll say because we're at the point in our careers where we get to kind of pick and choose who we want to work with and that's truly a blessing. We don't we don't we don't decide on working with clients based on monetary things. We decide on on what their vision is, what the message is, how is this gonna impact the community? That's really where we make our decisions.
0: Awesome. Courtney, CR, the C yeah. and the D of the agency. That's me. Your accomplishments, your your the things that brought you into this world that you when you sit down, and you make a pitch, you gotta tell people what you're doing currently or what you've done mm-hmm. in the past. How does that work and what do you have to say?
1: Um so as far as my career accomplishments, I started my career right out of grad school, started working for um, Clear Channel as an account manager for WPOC, which is one of- Is that the, what you
0: wanted to do, Courtney?
1: Um, I wanted to be um, an anchor woman initially until I did an internship, actually, and then I changed my mind. Okay, cool. And um so you, about- So you
0: me. had aspirations of being a talent at one time?
1: At first, okay, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I started as an account manager for WPOC, which is a top five still country station in the country for Clear Channel, and I was selling POC, country jazz, and gospel and digital so it was i think it was like 2003 where digital just started to come up and and we were trying to figure it out as a media company what we're going to sell how we're going to be able to show clients rois and stuff like that and so i did that for a year and a half and pretty quickly i I was able to leverage a Jaguar deal for uh clear channel throughout like 20 markets and it was a multi-million dollar deal and it kind of set my career up and honestly it was a fluke but that's a whole nother story it kind of set my career because i ended up getting recruited into management hey, Couldn't like
0: what's that you gotta tell us the fluke okay no not now let's
1: just say it was a blessing from there God. you go there that's you go
0: the nosiness nosiness took over when you said fluke. Right. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a a blessing.
1: Like, yeah. Um, So at any rate, that deal kind of set my career up, like I said. And so when that happened, because I ended up having to, like, go to corporate and present the deal to Jaguar and to, like, you know, their – their VP of marketing and head of brands, consumer brands, and all that, and close the deal went really well. And so, like I said, that led into me being recruited by the executive management team. So I went to Tampa as a sales manager for three radio stations, one being Launching the Beat, which was the first urban actually to go into Tampa, believe it or not, Um, WFLZ, which is a CHR station and mix, which is like a, um, no mix was the CHR and WFOZ is like a pop station. But anyway, so I went there with three stations under my belt, Stayed in Tampa, learned the ropes under my general sales manager. They gave me the beat as my station within like three months, honestly. And I just had fun with it. Like I just used my intuition, quite frankly, to um, make decisions um, as far as marketing was concerned, how we were going to position urban in a market like Tampa that had never, they had reggaeton, but they never had an FM um, hip hop station. And so that went well. My, Boss in Tampa came to Atlanta as the market manager for Clear Channel Atlanta, um, and he recruited me. They were launching a country, which is the bull, which is the number one country in the yes, market. Yes, it is. So yes, it is. It was the FM broadcast for Braze Radio Network. And so, um, once again... I had kind of gotten the role of being of launching stations in new markets because of what we had done, the flip that we had done with um, the beat in Tampa. So they brought me here to launch a country, little black (laughs) girl me uh, in the south.
0: That's what I love. That's what I love.
1: I actually had two country stations. There was this little stick in Peachtree City called WGCL. I'm not sure what that stick is now. So I ran the two country stations and was in charge of Brady's radio network, which wow. taught me a lot about just, you know, managing a $48 million radio station, managing a lot of people, managing responsibilities from, I was in charge of the marketing department, the sales department, the promotions department. Um, And then I served on an executive committee for for Clear Channel. So that kind of taught me the things that I needed to learn to kind of step out into entrepreneurship and um after doing that, Clear Channel got bought by Bain Capital. Um, there were eight general sales manager six of them got laid off. Unfortunately, I was not one of them. Mm-hmm. I was super sad because they got this huge severance check. And unfortunately, I was one of the ones that stayed and had to make it work. And so that taught me more about acquisitions and mergers mergers, and how to make a profit and loss statement work. And long story short, I left there, started working for myself. Ford Multicultural Cultural became my first client. And mm-hmm. My entrepreneurship
0: journey started from there. Awesome! October is National Women's Small Business Month. I'm speaking to Dina and uh, Courtney. Uh, the agency, which is uh, what you you're CND, the agency which you started in 2020 uh, in the city of Atlanta. Your first project is a, it was a is a voter education initiative aimed at combating voter suppression in Georgia during the 2020 election. Can you tell us how that how that came about, and also what are you doing when you say? This is your first project. What is it, when, you, when somebody says a first project out of the agency, what does that mean?
2: Well, this is our first campaign that we're doing to to launch with the agency so people know what we are up to and that we want to do meaningful things in the community. I think it's really important right now to exercise your right to vote, but a lot of times people don't even understand their rights of, for voting. And so we want to just educate and give and, and funnel all the information all into one place so people can get it, whether it's early voting, um, absentee ballot, or whether you're going in person on the day of vote, you know, election day. We want people to know um, their rights. We want them to know that if they come across something that looks like voter suppression or if something that's blocking them from doing what they have the right to do, they, we want them to have that information. And so we're just pulling all that information together and sharing it through our network and through um, just, just our, really just our network and social media, of course.
0: And um, I voted already. Early morning. Yeah. okay, cool. Put it, thank posted you. it on social media that I voted, and um, okay. this is a very important election, November third, for a lot of reasons. But more importantly, to get there, to get this country back to a level of sanity that we all feel we can walk out our front door and return safe. Right. Because right now right. it gets ugly and ugly every day. Uh, and, and in closing, Courtney and Dina, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. I, I this would work. This why this is such a beautiful interview. You guys are. Dominant personalities. I'm looking at two distinctively different position people that work incredibly well together. Your strengths, they cross, but they don't cross. When I say that means that you both understand your lanes. And it allows you to be able to eloquently pitch like Courtney said, like she did in this wild me, and then auto- eloquently understand because I've managed talent a lot, high profile talent, and I know exactly you know when you start talking, I laugh because. Every, everything you said, I've had to deal with and still deal with. And I jumped right back in the fire. And I said, oh. I will go. When well, I left Steve Harvey, I said, I was done. I wasn't going to do this anymore. And I'm back in. They pulled me back it's in. Fine. Reputation pulled me back in. But I want to just say uh, thank you. I want to be in you guys' life. You know, if you uh, ever need my services, I, I, I do a lot of media. I, I do RFPs. I love to include you guys in the marketing, branding. I, I'm going to get my staff to reach out to you guys and get a deck on you guys. So, you know, uh, I'm gonna be an agency of record for some for some Fortune 500 company from a multicultural perspective, and uh, I don't do PR, and so so <laughs> you know I don't so can't do everything, but you can you can lie that you can do everything, but you want to do it well, and I and I and just being the uh, two young ladies who are trying to mentor that was the key in this conversation that I was so impressed about because ever I, I, since I was 18, that's been my mantra. Uh, no, don't leave anybody behind. I don't know why I did it. It was just part of my natural DNA, and I, from the very start of this conversation, that's all I heard you guys talk about, and I want to be a part of any way I can assist growing the CND, the agency in Atlanta, Georgia, because – both of you guys are brilliant. Courtney, I know your track record. That wasn't that's what impressed me way back then was the fact that you were selling more than black radio. And uh, and Dana, um, meeting you for the first time, I've heard about you. when I was a lot of people, you, you, a lot of people say, do you how you never met? her?" Yeah, you know, yeah, she said a lot of names I know. OK, right. and you, so we've crossed and we've talked and I've heard about you and to get you on my show. Money making conversation is a blessing. And uh, thank you. Thank I was too. so
2: happy when you guys reached out. I was like, "Really? Okay, no, I'm <laughs> down to do this thing." Well,
0: you—it's you, great. Thank you.
2: And you hit it on the—and you hit it right on the nose. Like you have a way of knowing how to pick up on you know your 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 guest on the show because <laughs> I would say that you sum that up pretty well. You did, and you know, we would and it, it worked my heart.
0: Well, you know, yes. I, 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 I started this, and I didn't know what I was doing. From the standpoint, you know, I was just—I didn't know why people were coming on the show. Were they coming on the show because I used to manage Steve Harvey? They think I'm gonna get them on the radio show, the talk show, and I was trying to find my voice. And and so I just look at two fantastic people that you know. If you've called me, you know, I don't charge. That's why I started this whole platform here, but I do know how to make people famous. I do know how to, and you guys are famous, okay? You're you're famous commodities. Zoom has allowed me to have an interview like this because if I try to do this in January, but we're never what what is he talking about but zoom has allowed this format and to see right. how you guys operate on this world you should do it as much as possible because you will shine in a, a lot of great lanes of opportunity because both of you guys are brilliant okay
2: thank, thank you so you. much so much These for having conversations us. are essential the conversations you're having are really important people really need to hear What's happening behind the scenes, not in front of the TV screen? They need to know the intricacies of business and how to make money. It's really important. Uh,
0: I appreciate y'all. I'm gonna tell my staff to get a deck on you guys, okay? And we're gonna okay, talk thank soon. Bye bye. Great seeing both of y'all. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to hear more money making conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. Wow, that was pretty good, huh?